Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. It is great to see you, Andreas. Thank you so much for joining us on this segment of the Missouri Valley podcast. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So let's just cut right to it. I mean, it hasn't been exactly what you thought. I mean, the Gabby uh, Hawk injury definitely has played a role in the outcome of your season so far. So, I mean, how are you managing it with your kids? Yeah, it's really just the same message. Let's get better every game, every day, every practice, every drill. Uh, you really got to take it down to that level um, and just stay focused on what we're doing and, and what we're learning each practice. And and I know we, we haven't, uh, you know, the wins aren't coming, but, uh, you know, I was just talking to the staff about uh, where you look at our first game without Gabby. We lost by a point at Evansville. And uh, just watching that game and from this weekend, playing Missouri State and SIU, which I thought we competed for three quarters of each of those games or three and a half actually against SIU. And uh, we are a better team and you can see things coming together. And, you know, we count on uh, three freshmen a lot of, uh, to, and they're playing against super seniors. Um, so it looks a little ugly at times, but uh, you can see, you can see it coming together and uh, it's just, you know, Hey, just stay focused. Um, you're going to have adversity. You're going to have tough times. And, but that's, that's sports. That's life. A lot of life lessons this year, um, which is one of the reasons I love basketball. It's a team sport. Um, and uh, so we talk about that a lot. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the silver lining is these young kids are, are you know, there's not going to be super seniors in the conference, uh, you know, uh, years, a couple of years from now. And um, you guys will definitely have uh, the benefit of all the experience you're getting this year. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, it's a deeper dive into the detail of what you're doing and, and your messaging and, and how it's coming across every day. Now, it might not show up on the left side or on the right side of the column, but on the left side, if you're seeing progress based on going to the tournament last year and then having some adversity with, with the injuries, um, you got to feel like you're heading in the right direction overall. Like you got to see the big picture here, right? Well, absolutely. And yes, we've had a lot of success over the last several years. And, um, but uh, it, it, it really is about, uh, you know, I'm thankful that our culture is very strong in our program. Um, we have competitors. Uh, and so when you have strong culture, and I know coaches talk about it a lot, uh, but it really culture is everything. And if, if we weren't as strong as we were in that regard, uh, you know, then I'm not sure we could, we could uh, continue to improve. Um, through the adversity, but uh, we have it. And, um, you know, it just reminds me of my old uh, high school coaching days uh, because we get down to the nitty gritty in the drills and the basics, and, and that's not going to change. And, and you can't, uh, it's hard, you know, when you're scouting teams and you have to quick turnaround, especially in the Valley, you got one, you know, one day off in between games. Uh, but uh, you can't, I can't go away from the fundamentals and the basics of basketball right now. And so, um, I think uh, just having that high school coaching experience is, is paying off right now in terms of how to approach every day and let's not get bored with the details uh, because it, it's, it's going to pay off um, eventually. How has all of this made you a better teacher? 
uh, you've always been an excellent teacher. You've always played with incredible fundamentals and then you put concepts around the fundamentals in your personnel, but you have to be able to teach at a different level. And it sounds to me like you're really um, doing the micro stuff right now with your young group. Yeah, and that's what you have to. I mean, every coach, you know, at this level loves the, the game planning, the X's and O. I mean, that's so fun. Um, but you do sometimes, it, you have to shift and you have to pivot and you have to read your team. And if we're out there go, talking about schemes and over, you know, analyzing X's and O's, we're not going to get anywhere because uh, you have to play with your personnel. And, and right now it's fundamentals. It's, um, you know, uh, yeah, we're tweaking some things, obviously, and we got to continue to tweak, um, find, find an, an extra score out there. But, uh, you know, it's, I, it's, it's really why I got into basketball. I've always loved the fundamentals. And, um, and so you just have to pivot a little bit and, and know that it's going to pay off in the future. And I do love our team. I, they're so coachable. Um, you hate to have uh, adversity, but uh, this team, they are fun to coach. They just want to please. I'd like for them to have a little more swag out there. And, you know, so we, the coaches get out there and we try to swag it up a little bit so, just to teach them how to play with some swag. And, and you know, and uh, and they laugh at us a lot. And, uh, you know, but we can embarrass ourselves. We're fine with it. But I think that's, a, you know, we're missing some swag. We really are. And, we get, you know, it'll, it'll come out eventually. I can't imagine you being a swaggy trash talker uh, at all. Like, give me an example of what you mean, like you and the coaches are trying to bring some swag every day. Oh, shoot. I mean, we get, you know, we get our coaches into practice and we just tell them, you're not scoring on me. You know, I'm getting out there in warmups now before games and I'm just talking trash to them from the get go and, and, you know, tell them that they're going to have to kid. They can't score on me. Well, you know, obviously they can, cause I can barely move anymore, but you know, they're uh, just, you know, just, trying to teach them that trying to find that little fire in them. And, um, uh, I know our coaches enjoy it. I have a great staff and, um, you know, we have a couple of coaches out there practicing every day and, um, it, it's, uh, you know, they'll, they'll give it back to us every now and then. So it's, it's fun. Um, but, uh, I think just, you know, again, just trying to get them to play with a little bit more confidence, um, and, uh, you know, having fun with it, but our staff does a good job with them. And like I said, they're, they're very coachable and, um, you see bits and pieces of it coming every day in practice. And, and I, again, I thought for, you know, 50, 60% of this past weekend at most state and at SIU, um, you, you can see it in chunks. I think every coach has a trick shot in their bag that they pull out of practice or, um, you know, like for me, I'll take on any kid in the country from 15 feet. I mean, just, you know, <laughs> I, I don't, yeah. I, I'll, I'll talk a little trash to myself uh, when I'm walking by, like, that's the best you got. Are you going to make a shot mm -hmm. today? Or, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff is just fun to mess with the kids. You, you, um, you mentioned culture and, and I know you've been around the game a long time and I know how much you love the game, how passionate you are. Like I said, I've known you for a while. Um, when you say culture, I want to know for you, because I do think sometimes it sounds like a cliche. I think everybody mm -hmm. talks about it, but not everybody really can explain exactly what theirs is. As a parent, you've got grandkids, you know, you've been around, you know what tough love is. How important is that around your culture? Oh, it's, it's everything. And I, you know, I got into coaching, um, not for the money, you know, it was high school. I was making like $1,500 a year. And, uh, the whole reason is what I learned, you know, playing at Bradley under coach Boyer, um, just the, the lifelong lessons. Um, and, and, and she's still my sounding board and, 
Um, but she created that. And I've been blessed to play for strong female coaches who work tremendously hard. And, um, you know, we, our core values are gratitude, ownership, accountability, and toughness. And we start with gratitude. And, um, you know, it's something maybe that uh, people don't talk about enough in Division One athletics anymore. But um, grateful people are usually the happiest people. So we talk about that a lot. And, you know, it's just talking to the team the other day, you know, when you're when you have a family someday and you're working a, a tough job and you wake up and you're sick, uh, you got to figure out how to take care of your kids and go to work and figure it out. And um, I think just that toughness is something I think you'll say is what if you take away. And uh, I told him, I said, guarantee in five, 10 years from now, you'll say, coach, you're right. I'm having a rough day, but I played basketball at Bradley. And I, I if I got through that and everything, and the demands of playing Division One basketball, and especially with the academic requirements here, I can get through a sick day with my kids. I can get through, you know, loss of a loved one. I can get through, you know, potentially losing a job or maybe not being promoted, even though I thought I maybe I should be. But those are things that uh, they, you, you probably know as well as I always dip into those on those tough days. Like, hey, I, you know, I had to go through some adversity as a student athlete. I can do it as an adult. Um, and I think, uh, you know, they don't, we don't know that when we're playing, right. We just, we're focused on the next practice and and we don't appreciate any of that stuff, but uh, we know at the end of the day that um, they're going to, they're going to look back and they're going to really count on um, what they gained as a, as a Bradley student athlete. So uh, I just know what coach Boyer did for me. Um, When I came to Bradley, I was a quiet little kid from Detroit and and didn't have a lot of swag and uh, you know, left here very confident that I could take on anything that comes my way. And I just really want the student athletes here that come through our women's basketball program to feel that confidence when they leave. You're right. When you put your playing days on your resume, you don't put your points and rebounds on there. You just put that you played. And that means a lot to employers across the country to know that you can operate inside a team setting. I think it's so critical. Uh, It's a great segue, great segue, um, Andrea, to Coach Boyer. Uh, I know she's your mentor. Um, when I see her, I ask her about you. When I see you, I ask you about her. And, and I do get the chance to see Lisa a little bit more than, than uh, I get to see you. But um, we have that definite link there, that connection to Coach Boyer. Tell me what it means to you to have a mentor like that and somebody that you know that has your back, you can totally trust, and you can ask anything and get a really good, transparent, honest answer. Oh, all the time. And she's my sounding board not just with basketball, but life. She's truly one of my best friends and uh, just very fortunate. Uh, uh, just a great role model. I've honestly have never met a harder working person, coach, anyone uh, than Coach Boyer. I mean, she, you know, I played for her for four years and then I was a GA under one year and I really saw how much time and effort she put into the game of basketball and always had a great mind for it. And then I, I tell you, when they won South Carolina, won the national championship game, I was there and got to go on the court and celebrate with her and never been more happy. No one deserved it more uh, because she started, you know, she's, I mean, she's been in this game since she graduated from college. Right. So, um, and uh, again, she's just someone that's just so passionate, brilliant mind. Um, but we have a lot of fun stories about, you know, our, our teammates, our Bradley teammates about her as coaching. And she always kept us on our toes. And um, she just, I mean, she's like a, she's 30 year old. I mean, she's, she's got so much energy um, and I haven't seen that diminish at all. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I obviously re- rely on her 
uh, in tough times. And um, hopefully she's, uh, she knows I'm always there for her as well. So she just actually sent me one of Dawn's, her new clothing line. I just got it yesterday, um, opened it yesterday. It's uh, women's basketball versus everybody hoodie. Uh, so I just, she just always keeps me in, you know, I was happy to get home from a rough road trip and, uh, and open that. So it was very nice. That's very cool. Uh, I should have referenced Lisa Boyer, the associate head coach at South Carolina for Dawn Staley, just so that everyone knows who we're talking about. Uh, if you don't know her, you should know her because she's an incredible networker and, and a resource to a lot of coaches, uh, just like Absolutely. Dawn is, and uh, just like you've been. Um, you're lucky. You have your coach. You know, I miss mine. Kay Yao uh, was my yeah. coach. How important is it, do you think, or how much do you try to make sure these kids understand that it's not just a bunch of lip service that you're providing for them, that you actually have experienced all that they may go through and for the most part, and, and just trying to help them navigate, you know, like some coaches take kids' phones away. Some coaches have curfews. Some coaches have a lot of rules. Some coaches have guidelines. Some coaches have standards. Some have expectations. Like where do you, where do you see all that in today's game? Yeah. You know, we have expectations, you know, I think, um, you know, we treat, we treat our student athletes like adults and, um, we, we guide them. Um, we're always here for them. Um, the personality when we're on the floor is super intense. When we get up into the office, we're just, you know, I'm a mom, I'm a grandma, I'm a, that comes more out when I'm not on the court. Um, you know, but I tell them all the times, this isn't a four year commitment. It's a 40 year commitment. And, um, and we're here for you guys all the time. And, the best part of coaching, and this is my 25th year, um, I hear from former players from high school when I coached at small college, SIU when I was uh, with Cindy, um, that stay in touch. And uh, it's, that's, what it, that's what it's about. And um, there's nothing like Division One basketball. And we have a bond uh, with our coaches, with our teammates. And again, I don't, I don't think that our, the current players really understand that. And it's unfortunate because we don't get it till we're, we're in the real world and we're out and how much we miss our teammates. And I'm still really close friends with um, uh, a lot of my Bradley teammates. So um, it's, it's just, it's one of those things. It's like a parent telling a kid, you know, and the kid's like, Oh mom, you don't know anything. Well, then they go to college and they're like, Hey, my mom's a little smarter than I thought she was. Um, it's kind of like that, right? All of a sudden your parents become very smart when you're in the real world, but when you see them every day and you're just, you know, going through the grind with them, you're like rolling your eyes and, but yeah, the parents get a lot smarter. Coaches get a lot smarter um, when you're not in there, you know, dealing with them every day. And, and uh, so they don't understand it, but I know I'll always be there for our kids and that they've come through Bradley and all the other schools. And um, it, it's the best part about uh, coaching, in, in my opinion. I'm going to paraphrase this, but I say this to my three boys all the time. You know, Mark Twain used to say something like this. When I was 18, my mother was the dumbest person I ever met. By the time I turned 21, I couldn't believe how much the old girl had learned. <laughs> That's it. That is it. And they look at me like, yeah, whatever, mom. You know, like, sure. Uh, okay, so you... Um, Let's talk about the Valley for a quick second, because you did get to represent the Valley in the tournament last year, which I know was a big deal for you for being an alum and, and just the, the way your team progressed through the season. Uh, this year, the Valley is most likely going to get two. I think the Valley has established itself as a league that's a multi-bid league. Now, 
you and I've been in the league a long time. And I say I've been in the league because I covered the league when Lisa Boyer was a head coach at Bradley <laughs> and when Jackie Stiles was playing at Missouri State. And so I go way back to that time uh, into the mid 90s. Uh, and so uh, I, I always say it's a great coaches league. It really is. Am I, am I way off on that? No, outstanding coaches year in, year out. Um, everyone has different philosophies too, which is fun, right? So you play one team and they're running gun and they're shooting threes and you got another team. It's just a slug fest. And um, I just love that um, the coaching, the X's and O's and the game uh, just going back and forth in a game is it's, it's challenging. It's fun. Um, and I also think that our student athletes represent this league very well. I mean, I think that um, there, you, a Valley team's always going to play hard. They're always going to be well coached. Um, and, and, We've had multi multi teams in it uh, in the tournament. I don't know how many years. Uh, it just seems like that's more the norm than the exception now. Uh, mm -hmm. So to me, it's you know when we recruit, we recruit as hey, this isn't just a one bid one bid conference. And um, you know, and I think um, the Missouri Valley's done well in postseason play. Um, and I yeah, I'm not shocked at all that there would be two two teams out of our conference this year, and, and deservingly so. It's it's a tough uh we're an older conference this year for sure um and just so much experience and i think the teams that do make postseason whether it's the ncaa tournament wnat i think you're going to see those teams do very well and you mentioned another great segue to cindy stein i was going to ask you about coach stein at southern illinois announced her retirement at the beginning of the year you worked with cindy um everybody in the league knows what a kind of Incredible personality uh, Cindy has. Take us a little bit behind the curtain um, as somebody who worked with her and somebody who knows her well. Like, how great is it to watch her celebrate her final year? Because she really looks like she's having a good time with her team. She is. And, you know, I just obviously saw her on um, Saturday. And, um, uh, you know, she's she, the game will be much more boring when she's not uh, in it. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, she's one of the funniest people. I actually played for her. She was the assistant coach under... Uh, coach Boyer when I was uh, so I had her as uh, assistant coach for four years when I played and uh, you know Boyer was all the high flying you know offense and coach Stein was the rebounding and toughness and defense and it was great to learn two different styles of coaching within the same staff and um, and so I was very blessed and honored when Cindy asked me to come down when she got the SIU job and be her associate head coach and uh, and watching her do her thing and we had some very successful years um when I was there and, and just, just had a lot of fun, but she is, she's got the best sense of humor. Can always turn anything into a joke. Um, and I, I, you know, I am rooting for them. Uh, obviously, um, you know, obviously not when we play them, but, um, because I do want her to see, she deserves to go out on a winning note. Um, she's again, like I said, coach Boyer was one of the hardest workers. Coach Stein is extremely hard worker. She loves the game of basketball. She's done so much for the game of basketball. Um, and she's got the team that, that can do it. And, um, you know, so again, we're going to have a little, we're going to acknowledge her when she gets here. Um, we play in February. She's from Peoria. She played at Richwoods High School. And like I said, she was an assistant coach here for several years. And um, she's left her mark on this program, too. And I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her and getting that experience at SIU. So, but yeah, it's going to be a lot more boring without her, that's for sure. I'm going to be counting on you to let me know when the uh, Cindy Stein post game is going to be taking place. Uh, over because I know there's oh. going to be one and uh, Absolutely. if you're in Peoria 
Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Debbie.